Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of my podcast. In today's episode, we will be talking about the names of God part 3, okay? So this will be the last part in my little mini series of the names of God. Um and this will be the last part. This will be fairly quick and um <clears throat> I don't want this to be super, super long, but yeah, we're just going to get right into it, and yeah. Okay, everyone, so we're going to get right into the episode. So the first, well, before you even like get into the episode, make sure you have your Bible, also your pen, your highlighter, no pass, you can make notes. And we're just going to get right into it. So, the first name of God I want to get to is Jehovah Eli, which means the Lord my God, okay? So, Jehovah Eli is the Lord my God. Now, I want you to turn to Psalms chapter 18, verse 2. Okay, so Psalms chapter 18, verse 2. And I will be reading from the cbs version aka my shiri bible uh i'm not gonna be reading from my new living translation but mainly from my um my shiri bible so it says the lord is my rock my fortress and my deliverer my god my rock where i seek refuge my shield and the horn of my salvation my stronghold now, when I read this um, little short verse in Psalms 18, this took me all the way back to Psalms 91. And this Psalms 18 is a Psalms of David, and this is David praise for deliverance. Now, like I said, this is tied to Psalms 91 because when I read this, like, Sure, little like part in verse two. It took me all the way back to Psalms ninety-one. So we want to break this up. So the first thing is that you know he says the Lord is my rock. Now your rock, rock is something that is solid. So Lord, so God is like a stone. He is your rock. Now it says, my fortress and my deliverer. Now, a fortress is a tent or a fort, a fortified place. Then he says, my God, my rock, where I seek refuge. Now, refuge is a source of protection. You go to God, a refuge, source of protection. Now, he also says, my shield and my horn of salvation. So, God is a armor and a shield. He is your protector, okay? And then your deliverer is someone who will bring you out. So, in this Psalms of David, this is a praise of deliverance and that God is always there for us all the time. And also that he's our source of protection and also healer and we could go to him in times of trouble. So, this is a Psalm of David 
of praise for deliverance. And we should always remember that God is always there for us, even though there are trials and tribulations. So we should praise him, not only in our deliverance, but also in our trials so that we can have faith that we will come out of that trial and we will seek deliverance, that God will bring us out of that terrible and messy situation. So that's that for Jehovah Eli. Now, the next one I want to get to is Jehovah Elohim. Said that right. I, I said that perfect. Like Jehovah Elohim. Now we're gonna turn to well, first of all, Jehovah Elohim means the Lord Most High. Now we're going to turn to Genesis chapter 14, verse 18 to 20. So Genesis chapter 14, verse 18 to 20. Now, in this passage, this is King Melchizedek. Yeah. <laughs> King Melchizedek's blessing. And in verse 18 to 20, it says, Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was a priest to God Most High. He blessed him and said, Abram is blessed by God Most High creator of heaven and earth, and blessed by God most high, who has handed over your enemies to you. Now, first of all, when I read this last night, a lot of things came up to mind. First of all, I noticed something. Is that when I first read this, it said, I'm going to read it back. Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was a priest to God Most High. Bread and wine. Does that ring a bell? Because literally, that is a foreshadowing, dun, 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 of the Holy Communion. This is a foreshadowing of the Holy Communion. You remember back in the New Testament. Let's go all the way back to the New Testament. When the Last Supper, during the Last Supper, when all of the disciples were around Jesus, and Jesus gave them the bread and the wine, and that the bread represents Jesus' body, broken body, and the wine represents Jesus' shed blood that he was shed for us. So this here is in the Old Testament. This is Genesis. I look all the way back in Genesis, and it's there. So this is a complete foreshadowing of the Holy Communion. Also, they will bring bread and wine as well, I believe, to the altar as well in the temple. Um, but yeah, that was, oh, that is a foreshadowing of the Holy Communion. And that King Melchizedek, which I'm going to get to like the main thing. Like I said, this is about King Melchizedek's blessing. Now, Abram is blessed by God Most High, the creator of heaven and earth. Blessed be God Most High who has handed over your enemies to you. So, King Melchizedek is blessing Abram, saying he is blessed by God 
who is the creator or the possessor, the possessor of heaven and earth. So, Jehovah Elohim means the Lord Most High. So, that is how King Melchizedek is saying that Abram, you're blessed and stuff like that. And also, this was before when Abram's name was changed to Abraham. Yes. So, this is, his name wasn't changed yet. His name wasn't changed yet. So, if you read back, like, the whole of chapter 14, like, during Melchizedek's blessing, you'll get, like, most of the context and, yeah. But you see there, you see, that's in the Old Testament. And like I said in the previous episode, just because Jesus' name is not in, like, or not said in the Old Testament does not mean Jesus is in the Old Testament. Because Jesus is there, but there are just little, little hints you have to look at. These little hints you have to pay attention to. And these are things that, like, you have to look at. For example, when um, the plagues that was going on in Egypt and how God was putting plagues on the Egyptians because we know that the Egyptians wanted to make the Israelites slaves and this was when Pharaoh was in rule and God was protecting the Israelites. I remember the Israelites took a lamb, unblemished lamb, and put blood on the on the doorposts. What is that? Jesus is the unblemished lamb. That is foreshadowing of Jesus. So technically, they put Jesus' blood on the doorposts of their house so that they can be protected. That is a foreshadowing. So, for example, like those things, that shows that, yes, Jesus is in the Old Testament. Jesus is in the Old. Jesus is in the New Testament. So these things you got to look at. Which I can get into more depth to, like, um, like when the Israelites put the blood on doorposts, I can go back. Uh, I believe that's in, um, I think it's Genesis or Exodus. It's in the Old Testament, but I will do a teaching on that if you want me to do it. Okay. But anyway, I'm rambling too much. And yeah, that's that. Okay, everyone. So now our last and our final name of God is Jehovah Nisi, which means the Lord my banner. Hmm, this is one of my favorite ones. I had a really good time when I did this one. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, my banner. I want you guys to turn to Exodus chapter 17, verse 15. So Exodus chapter 17, verse 15. And it reads, And Moses built an altar and named it, The Lord is my banner. He said, Indeed, my hands is lifted up towards Lifted up towards the Lord throne. The Lord will be at war with the Amalek from generation to generation. Now, the first thing you need to have is some context. So, this was when the war with the Amalekites 
the Amalekites attack. So if you read like before, you need to, that's the one thing you read in the Bible. You have to read back the context. You have to read back before that. So when I read that last night, um, this was when Moses, well, Moses got a vision from God and God says that to tell Joshua to go out and get some men to, to fight the Malachites while you and Aaron will go up into a mountain. So they do that. Moses tell Joshua to take some of his men to go fight the Malachites. So then Moses, Aaron, um, so then Moses and Aaron and another person named her, her, uh, went up into this mountain. Now Moses had the staff. So as Moses was at the top of the mountain, Moses was supposed to hold up the staff until sundown and Moses is holding up the staff and as he's holding up the staff you know most frankly like your hands will get tired your arms will get tired so Aaron and her helped Moses you know to support him as we see here in verse 12 of chapter 17 of Exodus, it says, Then Aaron and her supported his hands, one on one side, one on one side, and one on the other, so that his hands remained steady until the sun went down. So they helped Moses to keep the staff high and keep the staff level, you know? So First of all, Moses was a godly leader. He was a leader. And sometimes you may need some support from others. It can be your brothers or your sisters to support you during your difficult trial. You know, Moses had a lot at stake and a lot on his plate. And he had to hold up the staff until like sundown. But, you know, obviously you will go tired. But then Aaron and her helped him. So, sometimes you may need help from other people. So that they can support you during, def- so, so that they can support you during difficult times. So, that's why we should take away the prideful mindset and let people support us when we feel overwhelmed. And, you know, Moses had this big task and others helped him when he felt the burden. So don't have that that prideful mindset that you can do it all by yourself. You know, sometimes you may need help. It's okay to ask for help, you know. It's okay to ask for help. You know, so take away that ignorant and prideful mindset that you can do everything by yourself. But, you know, you have others that can help you during your season of of messiness, during your season of trials. So, yeah. So that's it. That's all. That's 
That's literally all I have to say. So Jehovah Nisi is the Lord my banner. And that's why Moses built an altar and named it the Lord my banner, which is Jehovah Nisi. So if you read that back, Moses built an altar and named it Jehovah Nisi. He said, indeed, my hand is lifted up towards the Lord's throne. The Lord will be at war with Amalek from generation to generation. So, yeah, that is all I, I have to say. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, and that's it for this series. Okay, everyone, and that concludes my series of the names of God. I hope you guys enjoyed that little mini-series. So, we are completely done. And there are many names of the name of God. These were just a few, but there are multiple names of the name of God. And, you know, I can't preach on every single one, but I just picked ones that I... That I think I should really like talk about. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed this little mini series. I will have a lot more series coming up. Um, and also um, I really enjoy this little like sermon thing. So I can talk with you guys. Um, like it's really really fun. And yeah. And also let's get into. I think I talk about what I'm going to preach about next. So the next thing I will be preaching on is drum roll, Song of Solomon. Yay! Yes. You know what? I feel like yes. I feel like people should not cringe when when reading Song of Solomon. You know, a lot of people don't touch base on that. Don't touch base. On Song of Solomon, and this was this is something that's very underrated, and you know people say, oh like it's it's sexual and you know but we have to understand that God created you know intercourse, and you know like people need like pastors don't really touch base on Song of Solomon, which I I will be talking about Song of Solomon, but yeah. And I can't wait, because I hope you guys enjoy that, because if you guys don't, you know, it's going to be a problem, but anyway. <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed, and have an amazing and blessed day. <laughs>